So we have like four hours to record then. What are you in a hurry about? Let's forget well, it. My, I have uh, a couple of dog walks. I have uh, dinner preparation. I have uh, chart chart reviews. Uh, I also have to shower, shave, and get ready for work. So, yeah. Okay. That's that, a lot of that. Is, I, I think you can do the charts in the bathtub. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Now, what do you have? Uh, push-ups. I got to do push-ups. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I will not be taking advice or um, any kind of critique on like life management. Oh. I, I got big league there. Yeah. Yeah, you sure I get did. Big league by Joey Charts. I got charts mm-hmm. too. I don't know if you know that. I have charts. Right. I have accurate charts of every time you big league me. Right. Yeah. Today plus one. I didn't I was still waiting for the response. Do you need do you need to know? Well, I mean, is there there's probably a, a stop by the uh the hardware store, maybe talk to Lenny on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just sit around and wait to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got going on. Pretty much. <laughs> Hello and Welcome to episode 589 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me as always is... Adam in Vancouver. All right, what's going on? Is it a snowball fight or what? Is that what I hear? No, 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 it's it's cold, but it's not snowing. What are people complaining about? I've heard people complaining and sending me messages about, yeah, when summer finally, if it ever gets here and... And we got a snow bomb. There's, there's always names for it, by the way. It's it's been hailing. There's been hail a couple couple days. It's been cold. That definitely colder, unseasonably cold. Right. But not not snow. Just just All you right. know, cold. Yeah. Back east. I don't know. Though, what, I think. Well, back east, I think is much worse than here. But it is yeah. still cold here. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so what you're telling me is no snow bomb. Like I no. I I when are they going to run out of names for for mundane things? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling everything everything is is amplified to 11. It's like right. is, it, is it snowing? No, no. No, no. It's a snow cane. That's what's coming. <laughs> it's a snow cane in your face. Like, "Oh, well, uh okay. Yeah. Title. It, what, what happens when there's like a like a like a tsunami and a tornado at the same time? There's got to be a name for that. Tsunado. It's a tsunado. That's correct. Yeah. Which is also yeah. what lawyers do when when you get sued yeah. by multiple lawyers. It's a tsunado. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll talk to my lawyer friends and see if that's what they do. Yeah, they have shirts. You know what's funny? This is this this is this is actually tr- this is a true story. Is uh. When my kids were really little, like really, we used to always, we would, uh, you know, we would hug and kiss our kids back when we liked them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we would do this thing where, like, I would kiss my my daughter, like, like 14 times in a row. And I just called it, I would just, yeah, there, here you go, here's a kiss Nami. And uh, 
she didn't know. She didn't know. Obviously, I made that up. And so, like, it was like a, like a couple months ago where she was like, so it's not really a thing? Like, no, just you. Just you and <laughs> you and your brother. That's it. Yeah. Kissing Only up. once. Ever, ever experienced it. Yeah. And one time a guy on the bus, but that got awkward. <laughs> he didn't find it as funny as I did. Right. So, sorry, bus guy. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, Patreon. Patreon's going on here. If you want to help us out, go to twohosers.com and find the Patreon link. Click on that. Pledge a couple of bucks. Keep this Kiss Nami in, uh, in action. Um, what else is going on? Oh, inflation, apparently. Okay. Have you noticed it? No, but I don't pay attention. I, I think we've talked about this. Okay. I haven't paid attention. Um, I know gas is expensive. What what else are we talking about? Everything. Groceries are expensive. Yeah, yes. groceries are expensive. Yeah. Uh, housing is expensive. I, just everything's expensive. That may change though. I mean that that's 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 the that's that's the tricky dance that they're doing is um, you know obviously in, in order to to combat general inflation, interest rates tend to go up to put a, a damper on that. But if they do that, people people's house payments go up. And also the resale value potentially goes down some. So it's a, it's a, it's a tricky dance everyone's doing. Um, I'm trying to look at it like it's not the worst thing in the world, the inflation, myself. Okay. Okay. Um, it's everyone, a lot, a lot of people are like upset. I, what, here's what I don't like, Adam, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, not if I'm wrong, if you feel differently. I don't like being tricked into doing the right thing uh, by half wits. Okay. Like, can, can you give us an example? Well, like when I raise my kids as I, as I am doing, uh, I te- I teach them that eating broccoli, for example, is good for them, that, that they should, even though they do not like broccoli necessarily, uh, they should eat broccoli. And that, that what I don't do is hide it in chocolate and trick them into <laughs> eating their broccoli. Okay. So that's what I don't like. And, and so that's kind of what's sort of happening with this inflation business is I'm of the opinion that you shouldn't own a 60-inch TV and when that breaks, you throw it out and buy a 64-inch TV. Okay. Which is what the, what the, the honestly, what the economic model is currently. Like, would you... When's the last time you had a TV or or a major a major something break? Hmm, I'm not. I I can't I can't pull anything up at the top of my. Uh... My TV's actually lasted a long time, but for but other stuff hasn't. For example, yeah. today here's here's an example of what happened just today when I was busy at the bike store, which I know you don't count as busy. Um, no. Uh, the a little piece of my the kickstand on my daughter's bike broke. Just the, the end piece. Like for some reason, when I was a kid, first of all, I never had a kickstand. I flipped my bike over and, you know, on the seat like every other kid my age. But uh, a kickstand was a kickstand. You kicked it out and it stood. That was what, that's what, it's right there in the name. Well, now they're, they're adjustable. They're adjustable kickstands. And uh, I was like, I don't think we need that. I think we're just going to have the one and, and walk away. But the point is the little adjustable part on her kickstand broke. The little plastic piece. Right. And so I went to the, the bike store for a bunch of other things too, but then to, to get the, see if I could replace that piece. And of course you can't. You have to buy a whole new kickstand. They do not make that piece. 
And I said, like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like, what about, what about the, like, the, the, um, I can't translate it. Umwelt, the, um, what do you call just it? Just give me one sec. My kids are like yelling in the hallway. Just okay. hold on. I'm going to, they don't realize that there's a very important podcast going on right now. That's going to affect their lives. Yeah. All right. So I'll try to translate Umwelt. Um, I'm leaving this part in, by the way. Yeah. It's yeah. Riveting. The dog was in with me. They were debating as to where the dog was hiding in one of their rooms. And yeah, the door was closed and she was in with me. Now she's out. They're going to leave. Who knows what the dog's going to so do. So wait a we'll, second. We'll, what, you also have no school today? Huh? No, they have school. They're on their way to school. Oh, oh okay. No, because we had the week off here or whatever because of, of Easter or something. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, what I'm getting at, the environment. Umfeld is okay. environment. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so that can't be good for the environment that I have to just throw this whole thing in the garbage now and buy a new one. Right. Now, I don't care. Like, it, it was literally 10 bucks for a new kickstand, which I did not find to be a problem. That Okay. Like, if that part was 10 bucks, be like, all right, well, that's what that is. Don't break it then. So I wouldn't cry about it. But I'd rather buy just that one part than just throw everything in the garbage now and buy a new one. Right. And so to me, inflation, I, 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 conspiracy theories aside, I think part of it is to curb this throwaway culture that we have and uh, perhaps readjust the prices of things. There you go. Okay. So I'm not worried about it if that's what you thought. Okay. All right. Good. Glad to clear that up. All right. Easter's coming. Yes. That's it. It's all I got for that. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I care. You know what? The only good thing, like the thing I only care about Easter. I mean, my kids get finding chocolate, I guess, is be fun. Um, your kids still do that? Do you guys still do the... the yeah, uh, yeah. They like it. I don't think they'll ever grow out of it. I have, I have participated in an Easter egg hunt with your wife when she was in her 30s. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. As have I. I think uh, it's a big deal for... Yeah. The, the people in her family up in Vernon that do the big Easter egg hunt and on the farm oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nope, yeah. and even, and, you know, grandparents participate as well. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's an all ages affair. I, I tore my ACL on that Easter egg hunt that day. <laughs> it was tough. It was, uh, there was full contact. Right. And I did not win. And I like winning. And uh, I did not win that one. I was at a disadvantage. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. But then also here, we'll, we'll do the uh, the vice first, the, the the Bavarian white sausage for breakfast. So you're missing out. Nice. All right. Uh, finish the mudroom, Adam. Yay! Done. It's too clean. I'll be honest with you. It looks a little too clean right now for a mudroom. Okay. Uh, except for the floor. The floor needs a good scrubbing, so I haven't done that yet. But uh, I posted a couple of wide-angle shots so you can have an idea of what's going on in that mudroom. Okay, I so, see it. There you go. Thoughts, go. Critiques, what, what, is, what is it that you don't like about it? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's nothing. It looks like it's a nice mudroom. I don't know. I don't have a mudroom, so I, I don't have anything. I don't have any feedback. It looks like a nice room where... They can enter and get stuff dirty, and it would be relatively easy to clean. There you go. Hence the the thing. Yeah, I gotta yeah, add some curtains, yeah. maybe. maybe. Yeah. Why? 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 Eh, just for just because that's probably what they would do on TV. Oh, okay. I don't I, think so. I don't think you put curtains eh, anymore. 
they like might in 19, 1986, they would have put curtains, but definitely not not anymore. At, Maybe Germany's Bo- different. You this mean is, Bobby, is, Bobby Lederduzzi's house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think curtains are a thing anymore, but maybe I'm wrong. I played soccer with uh, my son and a couple of his buddies and, and their dad the other day. And, uh, and I, I, did, I did invoke the name Bobby Lederduzzi and Carl oh, Valentine nice. in the game. They had no good, idea good. who I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. But you worked it in there. They're like, yeah. oh, the Canadian soccer legend. The legend. The super soccer spokesman. Right. That was him. Hey, I mean, look, Canada is in the World Cup this year, officially. That's, we knew that, it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty jazzed. Yeah. I don't really know much or watch soccer, but I'm excited. It's good for Canada. Oh, you will? I think you will now. You'll pay attention to the World Cup when, when uh, you're yeah, in No, I, I, I will for sure. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch. Soccer is lame to watch. Like, I honestly, I, I love watching my son play. He is part of the machine, so uh, that's for me is good. But um, generally, I don't care except for the Europe every two years. It's the Euro Cup, then the World Cup, Euro Cup, World Cup, that that kind of alternating thing. And uh, in that in that case, because Germany's obviously in it every year, and it is exciting the, the, to be part of the collective uh, excitement of it all is is awesome. And so I think Canada will be swept up in that. And I'm very excited. I got two teams to cheer for. And uh, possibly get into a few scraps, which is exciting. Okay. All right. I think that's all that's going on. Oh, so that means uh, I did finish the mudroom. That means that there's a couple of videos on the way. As soon as I'm done this, I'm going to record the voiceovers for that. And uh, as you're listening to this, there should be at least one, possibly two new videos completing the, okay. the mudroom. All right. What's next? What's, what's next? Um... Yeah, the back probably need the, a couple months to recover, right? A couple months to recover. Yeah, just just some downtime, just recharge. <laughs> uh, no, the, the plan, the next plan is the entire top floor of the house. So that's four bedrooms and a full bathroom. Okay, which is yeah, but the the difference being like like hey, so like the the takeaway with the mudroom is like I honestly this was the first project I've ever done, and so. You don't know what you don't know. That's that's what I found out. And so as I learn all, all along the way about you know how to how to build things, but there's also a lot of logistics that you got to put together about you know what do you need, what what about this, what about this, and I had no idea what I would need and what order to do things in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I have a very good idea now of what that that looks like. And so when I do the bathroom slash entire upstairs four bedrooms and all that. I'll know generally ahead of time what I will need and how to, what order to do it in. So I will order that all at once. And um, that was a massive part of the, the slowdown about why I didn't complete this in uh, 48 hours like you would have, but uh, right. why it took me a lot longer. I mean, obviously, obviously it's not my full-time job either. I got to go down to the corner and talk to Jeff or whoever you said. I forget, forget <laughs> the name. Well, it's a different person every day. It's whoever's yeah. down there. No, not here. Not here in this village. It's, <laughs> it is, uh, it is, that's a whole, get another thing, hemophilia and Habsburg jaw. And I don't know, you, you don't want to get into that. It's going to get weird. It's going to get weird. So anyways, yeah. So I got to figure that out. I'm going to plan it all out, figure out what's going to happen for the bathroom, where the bathtub, et cetera, et cetera, and then build the rest. But good news is, I don't know if you've, if you've ever done flooring, 
Um, it goes pretty fast now to do to do flooring, even for a guy like myself who's only done it once. You can, it's 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 doable. Okay. All right. That's what's next. But we'll see when that is. I, I kind of want to get that. If I can get that started and done before I uh, before we go to Canada, that would be the that would be the plan. Because when I get back, I want to do the rest of the house by Christmas. So there you go. Okay. Check out the videos on holtzfilterwoodworking.com. Reminder, monthly challenge this month is motion blur. Put that on Instagram and hashtag that two hosers monthly challenge. Hashtag hey hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us. Don't mention us. Actually tag us. Apparently, apparently there's a difference that I did not know there was, but there is. And that makes my life hard. If you mention us, then I see it, but then can't find it because I'm not good at things. Anyways, okay, okay. do those things and uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the month. Uh, did you shoot anything interesting? I finally went outside and took a few baseball photos. Well, we, mm -hmm. we, had, our first, we had our first game on the weekend, so... I thought it was midday. I thought I'd bring the camera, take a few shots with the 70 to 200 lens um, on the new, uh, what is it? 6R, R6, whatever they call sure. it. Um, yeah, so I did. I took I took a few photos. Um, so you can see there's Jack hitting. There's one photo ball just, just coming into frame. So, and then a couple of him pitching kind of in his... Uh, just before he's going to release the ball and then just after he's releasing the ball. So it is midday sun. His also, because I was on the um, first base side, so mm. he's right-handed. So you're getting kind of, you know, his back and even on the swing, like because they, most of them wear that that sort of chin protector thing, like mm -hmm. you can't really see his face. But anyways, I, I took a few photos and then I put the camera away and I just watched. So there you go. I, 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 I sent you a message because... It was their first game of the year and they're playing out in North Delta. And, uh, and so I, I think what I did is I, he got three at bats in the game because they have a, a roster where they're at this stage. It's, it's, it's basically like spring baseball is not as serious at this age. So they kind of use it as like a prelude to summer baseball, which becomes more serious. So they bat like the whole lineup. So I think there's 12 kids in the batting order and then it's like, I think we played six innings and, uh, and so he only got three at bat. So I think the first at bat I photoed, that was the, where the photo of him hitting us from. And then there's the second at bat I, uh, videoed and he ended up getting a walk. So it was kind of a nothing. And then he hit a grand slam in his third at bat, which, oh, which no. was pretty awesome of which I neither videoed nor photographed. So I'm just going to pretend um, that that photo that is in there is is the one that he hit the grand slam. It's pretty much the same pitch, like a high fastball, and he uh, he got all of it on an on an O two count. So it was it was a pretty nice hit. And an was, O two grand slam. Yeah, he was That's he was pretty excellent. happy. Yeah. Oh, was so. he? <laughs> I don't he know that happy. I've ever. I'm not sure. I, I I can't say with any certainty certainty that I've ever hit a grand slam. So that's awesome that his first one was a grand slam. Well, he's had he's had a couple homers before, but not. I thought you uh, said he hadn't hit one yet. No, no, he hit one. He hit two in one game, like uh, the year before last year at Palmer. He hit two in the same game, but he didn't hit any last year. Uh, and uh, yeah, 
so the, so so this year he's definitely grown and it's uh it's different oh, yeah. now too because he's he's now he's never been the older age like so now he's playing uh 13u so he's just turned 13 and it's like 12 and 13 he's mm-hmm. always played as the younger kid with the older kids and the one year where he would have been older was a covid year where there was no baseball and it was just canceled and then he ended up playing with some kids that were two years well one and two years older and that's what he hit the two homers in one game when he was playing with kids that were a year and two years up so yeah this is this is you know a chance for him to kind of you know be a leader and yeah be one of the older kids and so no it's it's he's gonna have fun so yeah no he's it's big, good yeah well i see when you said you didn't film the home run i remember you telling me that last year he really wanted to hit one and didn't didn't so i thought this was his first one so no we got a, we got him in cases we got home run one and two from the same game in little uh little plastic ball cases there you go but then the funny thing was when he hit the grand slam i was like oh do we get a case for it and he's like no nah. like again he's like i guess he's figuring he's gonna hit more <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if, I, I thought it was his first one. When, when I, I asked you um, if you got the ball, and, and you said, yeah, but I thought it was his first one. That was why. Because, you, I, I mean, he's going to hit a bunch more looking at how big he is and, and, and just how uh, how much leverage he's getting on, on the hill and uh, and at the ma- at the plate. Um, he's going to hit a bunch this year. So you can't keep all of them. That's That's just you need some balls to play with. Well, and, and, uh, and, and I think too, it's, you know, this, this field now, if you like the, the distance they're playing at for the kind of bats they're using, like it's, it's almost unfair for the kids that are a bit bigger and, you know, like you say, have the leverage, like Jack doesn't weigh very much. Like he's, you could see he's a string Mm. bean, but he's got the, the leverage and now the combination of, you know, some good mechanics and bats that are like insane um yeah he'll he probably will hit a few more yeah no he's he's clearly got uh the skills but what you're saying with the bats is it is wildly like so much so that i think like he wouldn't be allowed to use these in little league i think they have different rules um yeah there's different rules between little league and what we're considered uh bc minor baseball and so little league has deadened their bats more than than bc minor has so right yeah for this reason to try to keep you know all the home runs from happening well that too but i think also just to to change the game they saw way too many home runs in one little league world series and then they 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 changed it yeah yeah no i remember when our league like as adults we went to wood bats because they were like all right my whole life the technology was like ridiculous like we're swinging waterlogged telephone poles like made of aluminum though and but they were awful and then one year, they the technology jumped, and it was like everyone started hitting. And the next year it was like, all right, you got to hit wood now because you're, you're going to yeah. kill somebody. So yeah. yeah, but no, but he he he's he's looking like he's going to hit a whole bunch this year. So well, we'll see. We're just uh, we're just at this stage. We're just trying to again get back into it and not hurt hurt bodies. That that's that's really the focus right that's now. That's the key. A lot like I remember being that age and having arm problems and uh because it's it's so cold out and in Vancouver you don't throw the whole winter. Like you don't spend that much time doing no. long throwing is is the key. I mean you can go in the cage I'm sure and get some throwing in but it's not the same. You want to keep your arm loose by doing long toss which you don't do in the snow. And uh, so you go out and you end up hurting your bicep is uh, very common, like right at 
at your elbow. For all the people who thought baseball was boring last week, here we're talking about the 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 uh, whatever it is Adam does the kinotechnics. What do you call it? I don't know the biomechanics. Biomechanics. Yeah, pretty hey, sure. But your buddy, your buddy, like that you grew up playing baseball with, is uh, is the pitching coach and um, my favorite. Uh, I don't want to give names, but Adam, he's another Adam. Oh yeah. Okay. No, he's a buddy of mine. So yeah. he's, he's the pitching coach, which, which is great. His son is, is on this team and it's, um, yeah, really, really good to have kind of his insight. But what I love the most as someone who is a, um, worrier about kids and injuries, who treats a lot of them in the clinic at this time of year for mm. overuse and doing things where they haven't done it for a long time and then overdoing it is, we he pitched like in this game we lost this game and despite the grand slam we lost by like i don't know what it was eight or nine runs but anyways um we pitched one kid per inning just one mm -hmm. kid an inning and he went through they kind of said like you know we're not gonna pitch more than that and uh that that to me that was great like the other team was pitching kids multiple innings again first game of the season and i thought like yeah i don't i don't i don't want my kid to pitch like a whole bunch like right off the bat like he's gonna hurt yeah. himself and then all the kids that didn't pitch in the first game will pitch in the second or sorry all the yeah the kids that didn't pitch will pitch the second game so you know they're all just gonna get some reps and a little bit at a time and they'll build up and again like i said by the time we roll around to the more competitive season which is the the summer season it starts fresh then uh then then the kids will be ready if they need them to pitch more and whatnot indeed you're in oh, good and, hands adam oh Adam's, and go ahead oh i was gonna say you'll like this too is specific instruction to all the kids in the first game i don't know how it'll be going forward is no off speed only fastballs good so most of these kids and again have learned at least one secondary pitch some of them have you know multiple different pitches which is all different you know torque and load on your elbow and and uh and wrist and shoulder and whatnot and so just um to just to start off the season and just throw fastballs does not make for necessarily winning games but that's not what's important no, but here's the last thing we'll touch on, and then then we'll go back to foot, you know for all the listeners is uh, you want to you want to do something called pitch to contact. Um, yeah, it's well, it's first of all, it's I, I as as I preach, so I actually still pitch in in my league, and uh, I I I just I pitch to contact on purpose uh, because guess what? A ground out is one pitch, a strikeout is three. This it's just it's just simple math, and yeah. so. Go ahead, like do do what you want, but if you want to strike everybody out, you're going to throw 150 pitches in a game, and you're going to be retire at 17 years old. So enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. But you're in good hands. You're in good hands with Adam. Not only is he one of the best ball players I ever played with, uh, one of the best pitchers. He was Team Canada. Uh, blah blah blah, a bunch of stuff. But he also had arm problems because of mis misuse from mis bad coaching or whatever it was, and later on, and so. He will not make that same mistake with his kids or yours. So you're in good hands. Well, uh, so far, so good. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you some Adam stories uh, offline later because I had some beauties with him. So cause I, I have played with him for many, many years. Okay. Uh, I shot nothing interesting because I am, I am wildly distracted by other things and so i just haven't shot I shot a little bit today a little bit uh my kids and their cousin 
I think cousin, I don't know. They're very specific here in Germany, as I told you, with the Habsburg jaw thing about who's a cousin, who's not a cousin, technically. And I'm like, right, if your mom, like, like if, if, if you have a cousin, you have cousins, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So you have a cousin. Now, if they have kids and, y- and you have kids, are your kids cousins? I think that's where it becomes second cousins. Yeah, but still, you just go, yeah, there's co- you're not going to get into it. It's like, yeah, they're cousins. Sure. See, sure. here in Germany, they're like, no, they could marry. And I'm like, well, let's just... <laughs> why? I'm, I, you think I'm joking. I'm not even joking. It's like, well, no, they're not cousins. And, and you know, because they'd be allowed to, to, to marry. And I was like, yeah, what if we don't? Um, anyways, point is we did Easter eggs today with one of the cousins and I took photos, but... I'm not that interesting. It's just Easter eggs. No, nobody's getting, there's no matchmaking. No one's getting married. No, 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 no. It's not okay, that at all. Good. It was, all I right. was just, I was specifying are they cousins or are they not cousins? Uh, right. They, they colored Easter eggs is what they did. And uh, I photographed it and then walked away. Ate the eggs. Okay. Yeah. okay. So there's that. All right. Photo challenge this week was uh, to zag instead of zigging. Do something a little bit different. And so I was like, okay, how is Adam going to shoot his dog differently? That's, that was the question we all asked ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, What's, my dog is growling. She's mad that you're, uh, that you're saying stuff about her. She's not her. mad. She's thrilled to be mentioned. Can you take her out, sir? She'll scratch on the door in about five minutes. Yeah, we got a we got a situation here. Sunny is guarding the, the window in um, my bedroom. She can see... Down below and outside, probably a person walking. So she's being a guard mm. dog. Okay, just leave her now. Okay. All yeah, right. So I'm giving you the play-by-play. I can one-up um, that. I can one-up that. Today, we had a, a giant hawk or uh, whatever, a falcon or something. Big hawk land in our yard, and uh, we figured it, it was looking for a turtle. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, that's not good. That's a bad, that's a bad, it didn't. We ended up not, the turtles were fine, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> Close yeah. call. Yeah. I forget they're not. It's not actually a hawk. It's something else. But for lack of a better word, it's a hawk. Uh, very, very common around here where we live. So, Hence the name Tubing and Hawks. I'll be honest with you. That's where the name came from. Okay. All right. Let's get into your photo here. We got, uh, we got Jogger. Yeah. This is not your typical photo that you take. No. So no, you did I was, Zag. Yeah. I was walking up on the dike and nice sunset happening. This was just the other night on a evening dog walk with my wife and, uh, and the dog. And I just saw the sunset. It was the right time of day. And, uh, 70 to 200, I think was on the camera, I believe. And, uh, I, yeah, I just thought, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to silhouette. And as a jogger came across, I just shot the, the silhouette. There was, it was kind of a stormy dark kind of looking evening and the sun obviously you can see is just kind of breaking through the clouds really kind of blowing everything out on the left side of the frame um but yeah there's a lot of sort of dark ominous looking clouds uh and that's kind of the part i liked i like it made for an interesting background and then you get the lens flare and a little bit of the sun kind of um you know reflecting off of the 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 trail there the dike trail that separates it from the the kind of fields just in behind. So mm-hmm. yeah, just something different that, uh, that I happened upon. The lens flare, which I have not shot. I have not shot lens flare either on purpose or by accident in a long, long time. 
I've, I've, I've just noticed, um, looking at your photo, um, why is that? Why have I not embraced the lens, lens flare? I think it's the fact that it's now starting, you're getting that evening light and it's just, you're outside in the evening. That's part of it. I don't feel like during the, the winter time and the dark at 4 30 yeah. that lens lens flare is really you know a thing for me but as it yeah, gets but the into light, the, the sun's very low yeah yeah I, I again i think i'm outside less to shoot yeah. photos in the evening so lens flare to me tends to be an evening kind of thing but yeah that's just okay. me well I'm, I'm gonna go full tilt lens flare the rest of the week that's my that's my goal okay all right just, just flare it all i'm gonna bring a flashlight with me and just shine it in there uh, if, I, if there's no sun, whatever we, whatever we can do. Now the lens flare here looks, it looks like there's some sort of a double exposure, kind of like, like a face or something going on. The way his elbow and the lens flare kind of makes like a face to me. Okay. Which is exactly what you were intending. Yeah, yeah. I was going for the face yeah. blur. Yeah, and you had the nice golden, the nice golden uh, uh, color, color temperature. Uh, yeah. Does this guy know you snapped his photo? No, and I was quite a ways away. Like again, I was just walking up on the the dike. So I'm a. This is cropped. Plus, it was seventy to two hundred. I'm guessing I was zoomed in a fair amount. So no, he does not know. I did not know I was really going to photograph specifically this. I just as I was walking up, you know, I thought, oh, a biker or a jogger. I'll just kind of shoot whatever comes across because again, nice evening. That's what people are doing out on the the dike in Steveston is they're either, you know, walking, jogging or riding bikes. So it would have only taken 30 seconds to get a different shot. But I took two photos and I was just more looking for um, sort of what looked like a natural jogging position. So again, when you're shooting silhouettes, um, you know, having some separation, if those legs are super close together and they just look like one mono leg, then um, it's, it's, it, to me, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not quite the same as far as the silhouette goes. So I, I had everything I wanted as far as silhouette positioning here. And I like the fact that where the sun is and the, the rim light, and again, just giving a little spotlight on the trail so that it's not all kind of one uh, jumbled black uh, mm. sort of bottom of the frame. So I love the, the strip of light kind of breaking it all up and all that. Yeah. Now, is there the possibility physically speaking that for you to get even lower so that his feet would be above the horizon line like when he was when he's running not really no it there, there isn't like i'm basically this angle is about as low as i can get mm -hmm. so unless i was really close and lying down so yeah i wasn't wasn't going to do that um but no this is this is about as as good as i was going to do from an angle to to kind of and i and i and again like yes i it'd be in a perfect world but yeah that, that's that's not happening mm-hmm because, I mean, not that it makes this photo any, you know, terrible or something like that, but that would be something very cool to see somebody kind of running off into the the, the sky like that. Yeah, I might get well. arrested or some mm -hmm. questions, but I could probably set it up with a family member to, to do that kind of photo, but that, that would be it. I would think it would. But your, it, your, yeah. your sister-in-law is a runner, and so I would imagine that would be kind of a cool photo for her to, a badge of honor. I don't know why, badge of honor, that, that's a bit overplaying the hand alan but it'd be cool for her i think to have a, like a cool silhouette running photo and perhaps that would be a possibility and you probably wouldn't get arrested for that one okay all right i'll talk to her i don't know don't talk to her just surprise her <laughs> okay just trick her into running out by your house and then bam pop out of okay. the bushes 
Pop yeah. up. No, 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 no. You were full ghillie suit and just hide. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what you want. Just wandering around town in a ghillie suit. Like, what's that? That guy? Someone's calling the cops if that yeah. happens. Yeah. So, all right. So mine, I uh, I shot a cover, which is not z- zagging, but uh, well, I'll defend it if you have a problem. But this is the this is my submission for this week. Okay, this is uh, Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen with the tubing and hawks twist on it. They're tubing and hawks and a baseball twist because in the original, he's not holding a baseball. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. So is this guy American, I'm guessing? He is American. Yeah. That's, see, that, that, that's, that's funny because uh, we have exactly one American on our team, him. He's the only one. The other, we're, the other import we have is a Canadian guy from the guy from Aldergrove who we shot last week, Indiana Jones. Um, and so uh, I, try, I try to come up with a, a unique cover every for every home game, right? Okay. And here's the added challenge. is There's, there's multiple challenges to that. Is First of all, there's the age gap. You know, like the guys in the team are at least 20 years younger than me, at least. And so you kind of want to be relevant to that, like, hey, what is the culture going on? But the fans, the spectators, are anywhere from age, you know, 12 all the way up to older than me, up into in your 60s. So you kind of want to a- appeal to as broad a, a group as you can. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's that. So you want to have something that is, is like, iconic. And, and and you can register and I find that that people are uh lazy now. And not now. I think they probably always have been. That's why certain that's why, you know, certain T V shows were popular because people are lazy and they don't wanna think and they want all they want to have the entire thing out front right away and get it without having to f- do any follow up. Which is not what I want to do. Okay. Like I, 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 my thing is I like to have an, a concept that inspires people to sort of seek more and, 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 and say, hey, what about like, what, what, what is that from? Why would that be? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now for you, yeah. you're of a certain age and from North America. So you knew immediately what this was referencing. Yes. As you should. I was, this wasn't some super secret thing I was doing, but- you also knew right away that, well, this guy's probably American. Yes. So if you were over here and knew that we had exactly one American, you'd figure out whose backyard that was. Okay, yeah. Right. You would. I, I think, I think yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Not the case here. So I, I had to use his name. I had to come up with a title. I, I didn't even want to have a title. I wanted to just have this, like at like the top where it says born to play ball and then the, 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 the slug line. I didn't want any of that. I just wanted Spieltag, the, the name of the magazine. But I guarantee you people wouldn't know who it was right away based on that. So I had to spell it out. Gotcha. So there is that. Um there's also the the whole cultural thing too, because you know what is necessarily popular in North America, people don't necessarily know it in in Germany. Uh, like a few years ago, I did one where one of, one of the guys in the team, I, I I made him do like recreate like a Bo Jackson cover, 
Bo knows baseball, right? You remember that? I don't remember the photo, but oh yeah, yeah, I was wearing like hockey and stuff, right? Like different different equipment. The the photo that was a, that was the TV ad, but the photo was Bo Jackson wearing football shoulder pads and then holding a bat across his his shoulders, right? Because he plays both, and that's you know Bo knows Bo knows baseball and Bo, you know whatever it was Bo knows. That was the the print ad. It was a fantastic photo, gr- very iconic, uh, but no one had ever heard of it here, and so that was kind of like all right. It was still a good photo. I, they, they liked it, but. It didn't have the instant uh, grab. You know what I mean? Right. So, anyways, that's what we're going for here. Okay. I like it. I mean, I knew instantly what it was. Good. I appreciate that you yeah. do. Some some people thought it was, like, uh, people who do do who did know what it was right away thought, assumed I photoshopped it. Like, just took put a, put a hawk's hat in place of the real one. And I said, no, no, this is this is actually shot in my basement um, uh, against a black background where I had to cut him out, and then I don't I don't have a life size American flag in my house, right? So I I couldn't do it practically. I had to cut him out and then and then build that in behind. Um, but other than that, I was pretty faithful to the faithful recreation to uh, to the boss. So a couple a couple of umbrellas here. Where it looks like soft light, so. Yep, a couple umbrellas. Yeah, um, it's it's the middle. So you can see it. It is soft light, but you can see there is some shape to the shadows, like in his shirt. Like I like I wanted to recreate. And this, is a, this is a very famous photographer. Do you know who took this photo? The original photo. I do not. Annie Leibovitz. Okay. And so uh, I wanted to be very faithful to that and have the the light coming from the same direction. I wanted to have. Now, if you look at the the two, like the light on his right arm uh, in the original, it's a little bit more in shadow. So I, I might have, you know, just very, very minor um, misstep, I guess. Uh, but other than that, it it is an umbrella, but I positioned the umbrella very close to the flash itself, so so that it would uh, be a little bit harder than a normal full umbrella. Um, and I pulled the flash back a little bit, so we would still get those shadows and that definition on uh, on the shirt and on the inside of his left arm, etc. And then it, it I tried it with and without a fill light, and because in the original it's a red hat in his back pocket, this one is a, a navy blue hawk's hat. It doesn't pop out naturally in the same fashion, so I had to light it. So I lit, lit it with a second umbrella very close uh, to the to the hat just to add like a flick of light. So I think it was like quarter power on the main, uh, the key light, and then the fill was like one thirty second just to make sure we could see that hawk's hat. Gotcha. There you go. Okay. And that's that. All right. And the, the zag, my, my, in defense, I know I do covers all the time. Um, I don't, I don't shoot guys from behind a lot. So, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not never. Okay. I'm just saying not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> okay. So this is it's it's rare that we we do that. All right. Uh, topic this week. Let's make this one quick, Adam, because I got stuff to do. As as you alluded to earlier. Right. We talked last week. I I and and apparently everybody was shocked. We we're getting a lot of feedback that uh, I admitted that baseball is inherently boring, and uh, a lot of our listeners concurred. 
and said, wow, it only took you 588 episodes to admit it. Uh, I felt it all along. Baseball is <laughs> baseball is boring, if you, especially the Major League Baseball. Playing baseball is awesome. And when your kid plays baseball, I think you enjoy going to your son's baseball games. Yeah, you do. And I enjoy, I, I, maybe I'm an outlier. I, I really enjoy Major League Baseball too. I think it's, it's like anything. Like when I was a kid and I first watched golf, I thought there couldn't be anything more boring than watching golf. And right. then when you start playing golf and then you realize what these guys are doing is insane, then right. you get a different appreciation for it and you 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 know the more you watch the more you understand the nuances of it you get to know the different players and so and baseball is very much the same like i don't enjoy watching all baseball i enjoy mm. watching the blue jays and i enjoy watching my son play baseball and and if i go to a, the field and i see you know some of my friends kids or whatever um in a game then i enjoy that as well because there's a familiarity to it and there's someone to cheer for and all of that makes it more enjoyable but um yeah as much as it might be boring to some i i really do enjoy watching baseball I find baseball in general not boring. I mean, I was kind of uh, playing it up last week, but I find Major League Baseball boring mostly because of the egos, that that's what drives me nuts and the fact that it takes forever, et cetera, et cetera. There, there are aspects I, I, I don't like about it. Um, but what I do love, I do love, I love baseball from a, a storytelling point of view. The narrative of a game is all the stories that come in and, and the idea that, you know, like there, it, it's an individual game, and but it's a team game at the exact same time. Uh, I think I'm just paraphrasing uh, Robert De Niro from The Untouchables now. Uh, if, <laughs> but he, he he was right, you know. Enthusiasm, uh, check it out, great scene. But what I want you to do is is please quickly defend baseball as interesting from a photographic perspective. What is interesting about baseball when you photograph it? uh i don't know it's it's interesting to me like i'm someone who appreciates like body mechanics and so when i mm. take a bunch of photos so i'll like for example i probably took i don't know maybe 10 uh of the kids in their first at bat i took photos of it and so not from a necessarily standpoint of like oh i'm gonna you know do something with this or i'm gonna send these photos out to everybody but i just like to see afterwards when I'm going through the photos, I, I'm looking at like, okay, where's the ball? What's their body position? Where's their head? Like, are they getting, you know, their front leg posted? Like I, I look at it more from a, a standpoint of, I find it so interesting at one eight thousandth of a second, all the little, like if a kid's struggling to hit, I can look at the photo and go, well, I know why he's struggling, right? Like right. look where his head is or look where his his front leg is or, or something. And so that's what I find interesting because I'm coming at it from a standpoint of, again, my background is again, bio, biomechanics. So I, I'm fascinated by biomechanics. So you, your son also plays hockey. What do you prefer shooting, baseball or hockey? Uh, I like baseball better because I know exactly where the action's going to occur. Uh -huh. So, I mean, now for fielding, it's different because if I'm trying to shoot, you know, guys playing defense, good luck because that ball well, could you, go anywhere. It's not, it's not guaranteed. You, you do have an advantage, though, knowing that, like, let's say, uh, you know, your son's pitching and I mean, he's bringing the gas and you get a right-handed hitter. 
there's a decent chance the kid's going to hit it to the right-hand side if, you're, if, if your son's throwing hard. Right. Now, it's yeah, not, they're, not guaranteed. No, and, you know, it, it's, it's just harder to track it through the camera and, like, such a big open space and the ball's small. And so you, I've, I've definitely had, like, on a fly ball, watching kid run to the ball and stuff is easier. But, yeah, it is shooting baseball. I think that's why in the major leagues they probably have – you know tons of photographers scattered around like you're not going to rely on the way it is in hockey someone you know at either end of the rink kind of in the the bottom corner shooting out in front of the net like so in some ways it's predictable but if you're trying to shoot a hitter or you're trying to shoot a pitcher mm. you know exactly where they're going to be and you you have a lot of chances to to get the shot right so right i like it i like it in that sense yep yep a lot of times like for example like if i'm shooting baseball and, uh, you know, you got a runner on first, I will just pre-focus on second base, thinking, sure. all right, this guy's going to steal, or there's going to be a ground ball, and he'll break up a double play. You can anticip anticipate what's going to happen, which maybe knowing what's going to happen makes the game inherently boring, possibly, but I disagree with my own notion. Um, my son plays soccer and baseball. I prefer shooting baseball, even though I get some fun stuff out of soccer. Um, it's just not the same. Like, like it's even less predictable. Uh, like hockey, you can kind of blast away and get a bunch of stuff, but soccer, I don't know, guys are, their back turned and I don't know, mostly they're just pretending to be hurt. So they get a foul. I don't know. That's what soccer is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I like, what I like about baseball is being able to shoot tight shots, but still understand the overall narrative of what's going on. And what I like is that baseball consists of a bunch of little tiny moments within a broader narrative. So from a storytelling standpoint, though, like that one swing or that one hit or one error can shape the entire game, but you're able to capture just that. Whereas hockey, it's like, well, yeah, that's, you got him scoring the goal. You know what I mean? Right. For me, baseball is where science and art merge. And I, I like that from a storytelling standpoint. Or okay. just a snapshot standpoint as well. I mean, the, the shots of your, your son playing, I, you can't tell who's winning or losing in that game, but great shots nonetheless. So there you okay. go. Baseball, not boring. I, I, I take not back boring. what I said. Yeah, no. super exciting. It's, if you know what's going on, if you know what's going on, then, then yes, I, I, I agree. And I actually like watching, used to like watching golf after I started playing and understanding the the. the broader picture that's like, what i'm saying i enjoy yeah. watching golf yeah well when you first started playing golf i mean it's it's like like when you first started playing golf and you went to the driving range what was your breakdown on shots like you get you get a hundred balls a bucket of a hundred balls you lot you, you drop them down what's what's uh what's a young adam schwartz doing at the driving range just trying to hit it as far as i can and With? then probably 25% of those balls probably make it 15 feet. And then what, what probably 50% probably 50% are are decently struck and then uh -huh. the other 25% are struck and they're going nowhere close to the target. So some barely right. make it off, some make it off decent and some go completely wayward. But before you even get to that point, what club are you pulling out of your bag? Oh, mostly driver, yeah. Driver. I'm kidding, just driver. You're hitting driver. That's what you do. And then meanwhile, on a golf course, you hit driver. Uh, do you know how many times you hit driver? 
probably in an 18 hole course, probably 12 or 13 times. It's between 12 and 14 times, depending on the co- on the course. It's usually around, usually you're looking at that uh, two par threes, two up front, two in the back, and then uh, that varies. But, and, and so, yeah, you're not, you're hitting your driver between 12 and 14 times. And, and if you're like me, that's around, if you're lucky, it's around 12% of your shots. Yeah. <laughs> so guess what? Meanwhile, in the driving range, you're hammering it. So not having an understanding of the overall uh, game does affect how interesting baseball can be. So there's that. I love it. I'm going to c- continue playing it. Uh, I don't watch it. I don't watch the guys slow the game down on TV. That's what I hate. They're giving us a bad name. The end. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, monthly challenge for this month is motion blur, hashtag uh, two hosers monthly challenge, hashtag hey hosers, even better, do both of those things and tag us at two hosers, and we'll check that out at the end of the month. Challenge for next week, Adam, your son has a game, right? This week? Uh, no, not before our next podcast, because there's going to be Easter weekend and there's no no <sighs> baseball. And there's a game in between now and then, but I have to work, so I won't be there. So, yeah, I w- there's no more for me to photograph baseball-wise between now and our next podcast. Okay, I assumed he was going to have like three games. And Okay, uh, maybe there will. No, because we're recording this one a bit early, so maybe yeah. there will be one. Okay, so throw it, throw it out whatever. Baseball. It was, I, obviously, after, after my, my chitter-chatter, not a word, about how awesome baseball is. I, I The challenge has to be baseball, obviously. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, okay, me too. We can do that. <laughs> all right. Uh, websites, Adam, you still uh, on Maybe. Uh, Instagram? No? I think I posted once on Sonny the Woodle in the last week. So, yes, yeah, Sonny the Woodle uh, on Instagram and uh, Adam Two Hosers. I'm sure there's, that that's still there. Yeah, people, it's, 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 it's taking over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of selfies of you and Kardashian together. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, it's coming. Coming out. soon. Yeah, coming soon. And uh, you find my stuff. Uh, follow Holtz Feather Woodworking on, on Instagram or check him out, out at... <sighs> check it out at HoltzFellerWoodworking.com. Uh, my stuff at AlanAtridge.com. Or the two of us at TwoHosers.com where you can go to find all the links, photos, everything we just talked about. And that is it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.